Yes, say, 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 Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. Podcast with balls about balls. Balls, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we are your hosts. Uh, I'm Buddha. Dylan, 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 Tax Bay, Mr. Late Night Drip, Drip, Drippy. Shine, Dylan. It's now like a big facts in full of facts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just so everyone's aware, uh, Dylan is not uh, fighting the Rona again. He is handling some business, you know, so. Yeah, he on a bitty. Yeah, so th- this is an excused absence for him. <laughs> but he will Fact be back points. next week. Mm-hmm. Um, how you doing, man? You know, man, I'm just cooling it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just cooling it. Just another day. You know what I'm saying? What big, about you, at all? Big chilling. Big, 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 big chilling. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, just working, doing what I gotta do. Working on the weekend. Doing what I gotta do. Doing what I gotta do. What episode is this, by the way? Once is this like one sixty six? Uh, yeah, yeah, one sixty six. Damn, but we getting old. But we out here, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We inching closer and closer to the two bitty. Two bitties. That's a, we're yeah, a bit man. off from that, though. We're a bit off from that. Yeah, um, yeah, Well, let's get right to it. We got a lot to talk about, and not a lot of time to talk about it. In facts. So let's get things started. In the wrestling world, we haven't really uh, talked about wrestling in a while. Um, Not much of a discussion, though. No. Really, yeah, there hasn't there hasn't much that's that's gone on in the wrestling world uh, storyline wise. We do have a conversation that we'll have with y'all next week uh, on a deeper level, but uh, we want we want all all three of us present for that conversation. Factoids. Um, but for now, Survivor Series is this Sunday, and. I think COVID played a big role as to why this card isn't as good as it should be. I mean, the matches will be entertaining, but the hype isn't there. And I think a lot of that is because of COVID reasons, I imagine uh, NXT isn't part of it this year like they were last year. Um, there hasn't been any of those big invasions from one brand into the other brand like we usually see. Uh, it was really only... Uh, one person, Drew McIntyre, who went over to SmackDown for one episode, but like, other than that, everybody's kind of just stayed on their brand, and I guess, eh, that's just right. They're, they're right, playing, right. They're playing the hand they're dealt, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, should be an entertaining night. Usually is. Uh, so I'll go ahead and read the matches, and we'll give our picks. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with the shits. 
All right, so we have up first the uh, United. It's it's champions versus champions for their respective brands. Um, it's the United States champion Bobby Lashley versus the Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. Uh, I'm gonna go Bobby Lashley here because he's got the hurt business with him and everything like that. So. He's just got juice right now. I agree. Yeah. Bobby Lashley. I agree. Um, we have the Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. I love New Day, but I think this is a perfect opportunity to to give the Street Profits that rub of you know, you know, beating the New Day, and I think I'm gonna go Street Profits here. Uh, just because this, is, this would be a, a great moment to really establish them as one of the top tag teams in the WWE. Because you really, unless you fight the New Day or the Usos, like those those are the guys in the tag team division. So get, getting a win over one of those would be would be big. So I'm I'm, I'm going Street Profits here. Um, I think it's that time. You know what I mean? I think that. Um, you know, I'm not going to say New Day has run its course. I'll never say that. I think that this current run has kind of run its course. I think that the guys are more or less, they, they do want to get that individual push as well um, in whatever respective uh, areas that they want to do it. And I think it's Big E's time. Yeah. I think kind of taking. And, and keep in mind, sorry to interrupt, but. No, you're good. If the New Day loses this match, because it's, it's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, obviously. Because Big, okay, yeah, yeah, Big, yeah, E's, yeah, right. Big E's still on SmackDown. They separate. Correct, yeah. So yeah. even if the New Day loses, they're still tag champions because it's just... Right. So they don't, they don't, they don't lose anything. Juice. They don't lose for losing. The Survivor Series has always been about juice. Yeah. It just, ju- it just juices people going into the next year. Yeah. So, you know, I, I see Street Profits winning this one. I see it being a great match. Yeah. This might be the match a of the night. A lot of action. It yeah, might be the match of the night. I agree. I want to see Kofi go up against uh, Jit so bad. Oh, um, um, what's his name? Oh my why, gosh. Why, of course, right now I can't think of his name. Is I know his oh partner's name, Angelo Dawkins. Right, uh, and it's not that's not who we care about right now. No offense, Montez a. Ford. Montez Ford. Montez, Montez Ford. Ford. I want to see Ford go up against I, Kofi. I think I that's going to be freaking apologize. great. Yes, yes, that will be great. I'm excited. Um. The Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion, Oscar versus Sasha Banks. I think this would be a great match. They've had great matches in the past, um, but I I don't see I I see there being maybe some involvement from one of the feuds they're in. So whether it's like Carmella coming out and hitting Sasha, or somebody from Raw coming out and hitting Oscar, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, like a, like a, I agree like with a you. fuck finish. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, um, if I had to pick, I guess I'd say Sasha. I mean, I like Sasha more, so boom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have the women's traditional Survivor Series uh, five-on-five uh, elimination tag team match. Where for Team Raw, it's Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Lana. 
versus Team SmackDown, which is Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two people that are to be determined. I think we'll find out this Friday on SmackDown who those people are. Um, I'm going to go with Team SmackDown, even though I don't know two of the members. Bianca Belair is on that team. So, yeah. <laughs> I like the name Ruby Riot. So, Ruby Riot. And whoever's fighting with Ruby Riot. Team SmackDown. Bet. We're both going SmackDown. Yeah, because I just like her name. Ruby Fact. Riot. Like, you got to win matches with the name Ruby Riot. Easily. Sorry. Um, all right. So, we got the Men's Survivor Series uh, five-on-five elimination tag match. We have for Team Raw, Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Braun Strowman and Riddle, aka formerly or F- FKA formerly known as Matt Riddle, um, versus Team SmackDown: Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and TBD. So we'll find out Friday, bro. Like, why is SmackDown so raw right now, bro? I'm going teams. I'm going SmackDown, bro. SmackDown, bro. That junk is absolutely ridiculous. Um, then we got the WWE champion Drew McIntyre, who just beat Randy Orton for the title on Raw to get his title back. So a very short title reign for Randy Orton. Uh, it makes me mad because I love Randy as champion, but I get why they're doing it. It makes sense why they're doing it. Um, it could be for one of two reasons. One being that they're trying to stack his championship reigns to get him to 16. And that way it's him versus Cena at not this upcoming WrestleMania, but the next WrestleMania um, for that world, that, that new record of 17 world championships and would therefore retire the other person. And it would be Randy Orton beating John Cena for that. Yeah, I can um, see that. Yeah, so either that or, you know, and, well, maybe not or. I think this could also be a reason. I think they're going to move forward with this Randy Orton versus The Fiend feud because there's unfinished business there for Bray Wyatt. And maybe I think I think WWE doesn't necessarily want uh, The Fiend going for the title just yet. I think they want to keep him away for a little bit. So. I, like, I like what you're saying. I mean, I, I all of those are actual possibilities. Yeah. Um I mean, Randy's been working consistently forever, so reward him by giving him the record. Right. So, Period. So we'll worry about that down the line, but Survivor Series, WWE Champion Drew McIntyre versus Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Um, Roman Reigns has been very hot. He's been Why should it role. stop now? Reigns. And I feel like... Orton's going to show his face here because he's not just going to let it ride him losing the title like that. So I could see him getting involved. I could see Sheamus getting involved as well because Sheamus has been acting really buddy-buddy with Drew McIntyre. And it's weird because Drew's a a face and Sheamus is a heel. So I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we'll see what happens there. And then just one last thing, not really a match, but... um, it is the 30th anniversary of when The Undertaker debuted, which was at Survivor Series uh, 30 years ago. And this is being pegged as his final farewell. 
Um, so it could be him riding off into the sunset or good, or knowing WWE, this is just to, to be setting up another match, um, presumably with The Fiend at WrestleMania, I guess. So. Reigns! Oh, not Reigns. Don't give me Reigns again. I don't want that. Don't need it. Can't have it. <laughs> Can't have it. Reigns! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I like the things that they did on Instagram for Undertaker. Everybody taking on them pictures. Them pictures was dope. And the Divas was looking good in a fuck. Good in a fuck, dude. Good in fuck. yeah. But uh, but that's all I got for wrestling right now. Um, if you want, we could we could jump over into the uh, the world of the NFL. Let's do that, man. Let's go to the NFL straight to the NFL, the LFN. So hey, what the league the of football? The, the, the league of football nationalists? <laughs> the, oh my god, it's a league of football nationally. The league of football nationally. Correct. But all right, so um, since we're now. 10 weeks into the season, I think it's it's time that every week I'm going to start giving the playoff standings as they are now. Um, Bend that up. So we can get a, a pretty good idea of where, where things are starting to take shape. Um, so for right now, if the playoffs were to start today, for the AFC, the one seed is the 9-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers. Two seed is the 8-1 and Kansas City Chiefs. Three seed the seven and three Buffalo Bills, four seed the six and three Indianapolis Colts, the fifth seed the six and, and these are the the first of three wild card. Remember there are seven seeds this year, so the fifth seed the six and three Las Vegas Raiders, sixth seed the six and three Miami Dolphins, and finally the seventh seed the six and three Baltimore Ravens, with. Cleveland and Tennessee also being at six and three, so just on the outside. Um, who would have thought that that's what our our playoff seeds would be at this point? Now, ten weeks Bro. in, would you ever think that it would be Raiders, Dolphins, like Steelers? Like, what is happening? You you're saying what is happening? How about we go back to our two way too early picks? Yeah, yeah, we're we're fucked. We're fucked unless something crazy happens. But hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy with the trajectory that's happening here because if we stay where we're at, we're in the playoffs. So, we'll, we'll, Listen, that's all I need right now. I'm. I say this. I'm happy to see new teams. Yeah, I always love seeing new teams. Give me fresh matchups. Facts. Um, Factoids. And in the NFC, uh, the one seed is the seven and two Green Bay Packers. The two seed is the seven and two New Orleans Saints. The three seed is the six and three Arizona Cardinals. The four seed is the three five and one Philadelphia Eagles. That's lit, boy. So mad. And then uh, our three wild card teams. The fifth seed is the seven and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The sixth seed is the six and three Los Angeles Rams. And the seventh seed is the six and three Seattle Seahawks. Um. So it's uh, it's it's another mix up there that I didn't see. You know, I didn't see the Cardinals being in a, a three seed position right now. Yeah, there's some the, ran, there's some randos for sure. Yeah, 
Oh, I, I mean, mean but, Dylan but did. To be, Dylan, Dylan had the I think Cardinals yeah. winning the division. Yeah, he called he called the Raiders early. I mean, the Cardinals early. He yeah. Did. Shout out to him. But yeah. love giving him these props when he's not here. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can't talk. No trash when he on here next week. Facts. It's too late now. We, we already we, gave we, you. We props. better get nothing but big ups, bro. Exactly. For Ramon Jit. Right. Boot his That's ass lit, on the though, show. Man. I, I would love to see. I would love to see those playoffs and see how it plays out. Very much so. Very much so. But we got a few weeks left, so we're, we're going to see how things start to shake out here really soon. Um, but to recap, last week to start things out, Thursday night football, the Colts beat the Titans as thirty-four seventeen. Um, they did whatever they wanted to to the Titans, bro. You know. I don't know, man. It's just like this season has been crazy, man. You know, you know, the game was supposed to be closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Titans is supposed to be up there, and I know these games happen, but wow, Colts yeah. were dominant. Colts were dominant. That line, that O line, is a problem. Right now, They're, it's just a matter of that team can stay consistent because that seems to be what their problem has been this year. They have a couple of really choice. good games, and then like. They just disappear for a couple weeks and then they come back. So it's, yeah, they gotta they gotta build some consistency there if they really want to uh, make it down the stretch. Um, the Browns beat the Texans ten to seven. This was another like hail game with like thirty mile an hour winds. It was sloppy. Uh, isn't fun for a lot of people to watch, but that's football in Cleveland uh, this time of year. So. That's yeah, just, it's true. That's just what it is. Um, you know, I, I feel like at the end of the day, like that's what makes NFL, you know, still um, arguably the best league in in America is the fact that you have these weather games, man. Like, yeah, you can't be you can't beat it. Oh, it's football weather. Gotta love you can't football beat weather. it. You know what I mean? And you knew it was going to be a 10-7 game regardless. And that seven points is the lowest amount of points that a Deshaun Watson-led Texans team has had since he's been drafted. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Crazy, right? Gee, shit. Um, all right. So the Detroit Lions beat the Washington football team 30-27. to um, Alex Smith, that was his first game starting. He snapped. He did. Um, he broke your rule. Didn't throw any touchdowns, but you know, for him to be out there throw almost 400 yards, you know, you, you gotta you gotta be proud of him for that. I mean, a lot of people are saying just for that alone, he wins comeback player of the year. I, I could see that, but I'm still gonna roll with big. Nah, game. he's gotta he's gotta finish out the year yeah. in this form. Yeah, then he can get it. He can't get it for one game. Because at the end of the day, Big Ben was hurt last year, too. It might not have been in the same retrospect, but it right. seems undefeated right now. Like, if over these last, like, 10-game stretch, or how many games they got left? No, they got seven games left. Yeah, seven um, games. Over the next seven games, if he can get, like, 10 touchdowns, 11, 12, maybe? You can you know, him comeback player of the year. I would give it to him. You know, his stats isn't that bad. Right. He has 34,820 yards passing, 
194 total touchdown, 194 touchdown passing and 104 picks. It's a lot better than I thought. Right. But I don't know. Damn. Happy he's back. Happy you know he made it through that journey on the other side. Uh, hope hope he holds up. I really do. Um, For sure. The Green Bay Packers beat the Jaguars uh, 24-20 um, in a game that was what it was. Jags gave a little run for their money now. They did. They did. But, you know, the right team won. Aaron Rodgers had a good game, too. This is true. He's, I mean, he, they're considering top two still for MVP. So it's just, I don't know. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, the New York Giants beat the Eagles 27-17. Um, I don't know what to make of this division at this point. No, I don't know if you can give me some clarity as to what's the going NFC on with the NFC East. They trash. Um, just wanted to say, it's been 10 weeks, right? After 10 weeks, the NFC East has a combined 10 wins. That is the lowest combined total wins by a division through the first 10 games in NFL history. Just leave it there. You don't. We don't need any clarity. It's trash. Four teams, 10 wins, 10 weeks? It's utterly ridiculous. I mean, it's, li- it's literally ridiculous. I mean, like, you got to think about it. Just to kind of give you guys some kind of some kind of uh, depth or context to what we're talking about. The AFC East, the Jets have zero wins, right? Mm-hmm. Zero. But they have 17 wins. 17. 17. I'm, I'm going to say it one more time. The AFC West, they have 19 wins. The AFC North, they have... Uh... Oh, they're over the 20s. I'm tripping. Um, 23 wins the AFC North has. 23 wins. The AFC South has 15 wins. Right? That's the AFC. In the NFC West, the... Yeah, NFC West has 22 wins also. NFC North. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I hope you see this trend. Right, um, NFC North, they have twenty wins. That's shocking. And in the NFC South, they have twenty wins. So the low, the the next low, the next number up from ten is seventeen. So it's a seven win gap. Between and that's the NFC East. That's the AFC East. The AFC East has seventeen. Dang. Exactly, bro. And that's with a zero win Jets team. So three teams is out doing four in terms of wins. Just let that sink in for a second. That's wild, bro. Bro, their best winning percentage right now is point three eight nine. Steph Curry has a better three-point shooting percentage than the Eagles winning percentage. 
career. For his career. For his career. Oh, shit. That's ridiculous. That's really funny. Did that give you enough clarity? Yeah, it did. Thank you. All right. There, there you go. All right. Mo- moving on. Um... <laughs> The, the the Bucks beat the Panthers uh, 46-23. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt at one point in the game. Um, looked like it was a knee injury. Luckily, all the tests came back negative. Um, you know, still he still might miss this week, but he he should be okay. Um, wasn't wasn't too bad. So that's that's a good thing because. Lord knows that man been through enough with that in, that knee injury. What you ain't never lied. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but we hope we hope everything just you know stays copacetic for him. He's having a good year too. They're competitive. Facts. You're um, the Raiders. The put Raiders a, put a beating on the Broncos, thirty-seven to twelve. This they was sure a, fucking did. This was a dominant victory we needed. We honestly, we haven't had a blowout victory in I don't know how long. Um, it was super necessary. This is a crucial time for it, especially going into this next game. Um, I think we're going to need as much momentum as possible uh, if we even want to have a hope and a prayer of sweeping the Chiefs in our division series. Um, so... Yeah, um, we we needed that. We needed the five defensive turnovers. Beautiful. Where y'all been? Like, let's keep it going. Big facts. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Chargers 29-21. We all kind of had a feeling it was going to, you know, come down to the wire. And uh, it did. But Dolphins held on. Again, you know, Tua continuing to improve. You know, not making mistakes, very important. <laughs> very important as a rookie to just limit the mistakes. You know, you don't necessarily have to be the biggest playmaker. Just limit those mistakes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, no matter what, NFL is a turnover game. Yeah. Team, if you if you want to win, you know, do your best to have zero turnovers, and you got a shot. You got a shot. True. Um, and what many, I'm sure, consider the game of the week, the Cardinals beating the Bills 32-30. to 30. The game was what it was. Nobody cares because it all came down to the last six seconds of the game. With... Hail Murray. Kyler Murray with a, a last... Attempts an escape out of the pocket, running, having to turn his body all the way around to hail Mary, throw it to DeAndre Hopkins in triple coverage in the end zone, and of course D Hop comes down with it. Yeah, amazing. I mean, that is the definition of clutch. I on, love it. On both sides. I mean, Murray <laughs> Murray and Hopkins could be a dangerous duo for quite some time. Yeah, for sure. And if their defense can tighten up a little bit, I mean, 
they could go on a Super Bowl run this year. It is very possible. They're dangerous, that's for sure. Yeah. They are dangerous. I mean, you know, I, I think that the one thing that you cannot ignore is you have a receiver that's top-notch. And, you know, most of the time receivers who are top-notch sometimes have difficulty because, you know, they don't have a quarterback that's willing to get it to them. Well, DeAndre no longer has that issue. And he never really had that issue because Watson was getting on the rock. But, I mean, shoot, Kyler is really feeding that man, to be honest. So, shit. Shit. Um, All right. The Rams uh, beat the Seahawks 23-16. to um, This, that division, Nels, I understand that, you know, they have, I think you said 22 wins. Because three of them are tied at 6-3, and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the last place team, which is 49ers, got four wins. Yeah. They're, they're still in it. They're still in it. Like... There's the possibility that we could have an entire division in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, I mean, honestly, the thing about it is, like, even with this game, I mean, the Rams winning isn't necessarily shocking. I mean, the Rams are super well coached. Um, believe it or not, they're a super deep team. They don't have, like, superstars on the mm-hmm. offensive side of the ball. They're deep, though, on offense. And, you know, they got, like, three or four running backs that can get it together. They got six wide receivers that see playing time. They have two tight ends, one of which could play receiver. Um, and, I mean, Goff is a good quarterback. Whether people want to give it to him or not, he's a serviceable quarterback yeah. with a decent arm. And that's all you need for um, that team. Yeah, that's it. And, and I mean, really, the superstars is on their defense, where it yeah. matters. You know, you got the best D tackle in the game, the best corner in the game. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, DK Metcalf went up against... Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey on 30 snaps or something like that. Two receptions, 24 yards and, on like six or seven and targets. he was locked down. Yeah, you locked him down. You locked him down. So for people who are saying, I, I mean, four targets, two catches, 28 receiving yards on 30 routes. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I said Come last week, I, said last week I, I was looking forward to that matchup last week. And Saskatchewan didn't, didn't disappoint. Yeah, give it to them. And, and, you know, the Seahawks, regardless, they are one-trick pony. Russell Wilson, in the beginning of the season, was unstoppable, right? I mean, in the first five games, he only had three turnovers. That's fumbles and interceptions, not just picks. And in the last four games, he's had ten turnovers. So it goes to show you, you know, that where Russell goes, so does the Seahawks. Very true. So... You know, that's just that's that's the way they are. Cookie crumbles. Indeed, um, the Saints beat the Forty Nine ers twenty seven thirteen. It's you really can't put any blame on the Forty Nine ers. They don't have anybody, so they play tough. Though, yeah, man. they play really tough. They were competitive, like. Pretty much up until the fourth quarter, like they were in it, and then you know, yeah. the game just kind of got away from them. But they, yeah, they're they're going to be a team that's going to give other teams fits for no reason. Oh, they're good. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they don't even have all their guys back, so exactly. just wait till next year. 
Um, on the other side of the ball, Drew Brees uh, took a pretty bad hit. Uh, turns out he has about five fractured ribs. Uh, three on one side, two on the other. Oh, uh, my gosh. He Just had, on that hit? Well, no. I, apparently he fractured two the week prior, but he was playing through it, and he was all right. But then that hit, but he, but then that hit, knocked fractured another three. So, yeah, and um, collapsed his lung, as well. So, yeah, he gonna be out for a little while. They gonna have to go to Taysom Hill and uh, and Jameis. Jameis. But um, I mean, they they are optimistic. They don't even want to put him on the temporary IR for three weeks because he could potentially be ready in two. Um. So, you know, hopefully it's a quick recovery, but he is an older quarterback. So, you know, you know, as you get older, it takes longer. So, you know, but hopefully everything will be good with him. Hopefully, hopefully Jameis can eat some more W's in the meantime. <laughs> uh, the Steelers continue their undefeated streak, beating the Bengals 36-10. Um... Yeah, it was an undefeated team beating a, a team that's barely there. So yeah, just you know, it's uh, business as usual. <laughs> um, on Sunday Night Football, the New England Patriots uh, beat the Baltimore Ravens twenty-three seventeen. Bill Belichick uh, flipped the switch on his weather machine, and. The heavens opened up, if you will, <laughs> and all, all of the rain. And I think there was a lot of wind, too, it looked like, at points. I mean, you know, this is the thing. Uh, again, I, I'm i going to keep doing this as a person who watches sports and hears journalists taking off on Lamar and not taking off on other quarterbacks. Um, I don't think it's fair. Um, here's the reason why I don't think it's fair. Um, this is Belichick that we're talking about. Okay? And although New England let Buffalo off the hook when Cam fumbled the ball, Josh Allen, a quarterback that's been loved by the media so far, had 154 yards... One interception and a rating of sixty-five point five. Um, that was that was his day. Uh, he went freaking eleven for eighteen. Eleven for eighteen. No touchdowns. One pick. Okay, that was his day, and nobody really killed him about that. Mm-hmm. I'm reading articles about Lamar Jackson. And how, you know, he's not doing what he needs to do or whatever. Mind you, this was in the rain, right? It was in the rain. He went 24 for 34, 249 yards, two touchdowns. He had a pick, but two touchdowns, and his rating was 98.8. Yeah, Lamar's not the problem on that team. Come on, man. Like, I I cannot stand it, bro. Like, he had a good game. With all that rain? Yeah. It's supposed to be a guy who can't throw, right? But he right. went 24 for 34, and the interception wasn't his fault. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. 
Like that game, and I'm saying this as a Patriots fan, you shouldn't have expected anything less. The minute I saw the Reigns, I was like, oh yeah, Baltimore lost. <sighs> you know, you, you got to know what it is. We're talking about Foxborough after November. It's cold. It's the rain. And it's Bill Belichick. Unless your defense is going to keep points off the board, which they didn't, you're not going to win. Sorry, bro. Sorry, you allowed the Patriots to score 23 points. They're not going to let you get to 24. Not at Foxborough. This is what it is, man. Get off, get off, hey, get off Jackson's pain. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Monday Night Football. The Vikings beat the Bears 19-13. to uh, Nick Foles took a bad hit, landed on his hip. Uh, they were pretty concerned. He had to get carted off. But um, the I, I guess the, the test came back negative. They, there's no fracture in the hip. So they don't know. He's questionable for this week. But, uh, you know, he, he should be able to get back soon. And remember, Trubisky is also hurt. So Trubiscuit. So yeah, they're on their their third string quarterback at this point. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, but yeah, that about wraps up the recap. There was something else that you sent to the the balls group chat. Um, do you want to explain what it is that we're gonna do today? Yes. Yeah, so we're building the perfect quarterback using fifteen dollars. Um, there are five tiers of five attributes for a quarterback, and we've pretty much got to build what we think the perfect quarterback's going to be. So in the $1 tier for um, arm, you're going to have Philip Rivers. And the $2 tier is Cousins, Kirk Cousins. $3 tier, Dak Prescott. $4 tier is Mahomes. $5 is Josh Allen. For accuracy, $1 is Wentz, $2 is Mayfield, $3 is Carr, $4 is Wilson, $5 is Breeze. For legs, you got $1 Ryan, $2 Minshew, um, $3 Jones, Matt Jones, right? Um, uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, I'm sorry. Number four, Kyler Murray. Number five, Lamar Jackson. For size, you got $1 to a Tungle Viola. $2 Joe Burrow, $3 Ryan Tannehill, $4 Taysom Hill, and $5 Cam Newton. For the head or the football IQ, at $1 you got Sam Darnold, $2 you got Jimmy Garoppolo, $3 you got Deshaun Watson, $4 you got Aaron Rodgers, and $5 you got Tom Brady. So how we're going to do is we're just going to pretty much break it down. We're going to go to each attribute and say like what we would do and why we would do that. Um, and we're going to try to keep it short, sweet, to the point. And then next week, we'll hear what uh, what Dylan has to say and, uh, you know, how he feels and what he's got going on. And then uh, we'll kind of go from there. Facts. All right. So do we want to start with the arm category? Um, I mean, yeah, we sure we sure can, my guy. All right. Um, how, who, who, how would you like to do this? Um, we could I mean, switch. We could switch. Who goes first each round? Is that you want? Yeah, to that we could do that, and and you can go. You can go first, my good man. Okay, my um, good man, so good sir. Right off the bat, I'm going to take the arm of one Patrick Mahomes for four dollars. Um, I mean, he without a doubt 
a top three arm in the league right now. Um, he could be top two and potentially not even two. Uh, so, yeah, I got to go Patty Mahomes for, for $4. All right. So, I'm going to do... So, interestingly enough, I I don't need a super strong arm. So, I kind of looked at the gaps. And I don't think the gap between Cousins and Prescott is that big for me to risk extra money. Okay, I feel that. Honestly, I I just don't. Um, I don't need a Mahomes arm or an Allen arm as much as I love it. Mm -hmm. But I think there's other attributes to me anyway that I deem is more important. So, I'm going with Kurt. Okay. I'm going with Captain Kirk. Two bucks. Give me my little two dollars. Just because I feel like at the end of the day, obviously he's no Mahomes. But I, again, if the gap between Prescott and Cousins was that big, I go Prescott. But I don't think, I think Prescott probably beats Cousins by five yards. Got if you. that. So, you know, I, I'll go, I'll go Kirk. All right. Um, so for accuracy, what, what say you, sir? So, here's my thing. Again, like I said, there's there's going to be certain things that I'm just like, all right, bro, like, I need it to look a particular way. Um, so, I'm deciding between, and it's ridiculous that they have Mayfield ahead of Wentz. Um, I think Wentz is a steal at a dollar. Only reason why Wentz accuracy is crazy sometimes because he ain't got no line, um, you know. And I mean, if you're giving me a dollar to have Wentz's accuracy, but I'm sliding because <laughs> his best year he had a 69 percent, almost 70 percent completion percentage. Oh, and then his <laughs> what? I'm just doing the math in my head. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. You're, hey, build, listen, you're, building, you're building towards something, and I see it. I see the vision. Yeah, I, I I'm going vision. here. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Wentz accuracy. Okay. I'm gonna go Wentz accuracy. As much as it pains me to do that, because I love cars accuracy. I think Derek Carr at three dollars is ridiculous. But I'm, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wentz. I'm gonna go Wentz. Gonna so go Wentz. for me, I did go Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr's accuracy is off the charts. His completion percentages. Um, he, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes uh, as far as like throwing bad interceptions uh, just with poor ball placement as far as the accuracy goes. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely went Derek Carr for, for $3 there. Um, That's a good buy. That's a good buy. So for me, for legs... I don't need somebody who's going to do a lot of running. That's just never been my style of quarterback. I love watching that, but if I for my team or what if I you know were to build this, um, I'm going to take for two dollars Gardner Minshew. Um, he's not stuck in one spot. He can dance around a good amount, and if he needs to take off for you know five or six or seven, cool. Potentially move the chains. Awesome. That's all I need from him. So I'm going to go Gardner Minshew legs for uh, $2. So now what we have here is 
I, I, I need generational legs. I, I need once in a generation legs. Okay. Um, now, I was going to choose, I, I was going back and forth between Murray and Jackson. Ah. Now, the reason, the reason why I was going between Murray and Jackson, Murray's quick. Murray's quick. But we're talking about legs, not speed. And the thing that I don't like about Murray right now, Murray's not really a, he doesn't really slide. Right. He doesn't avoid big hits. Like, Murray's gotten clobbered a couple of times, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Whereas Jackson, even this year, he slowed it down. But ever since he's come into the league, Jackson hasn't really been one to get hit hard. He's very smart about how he gets tackled. He runs out of bounds. He slides when he needs to. He gets down when he needs to. However, the one thing I will say is, more often than not, if they're not playing a team called the Kansas City Chiefs, Jackson is the fastest guy on the field. That matters. I think the reason why the Ravens are still competitive is because of his legs. He has no weapons. The best weapons on the Ravens' offense right now is his arms and his legs. <laughs> right. Honestly. Because you have to respect the fact that he can torch you. And I think the reason why he hasn't ran as much is because I think he's saving his legs for the end of the season in the playoffs. Personally. So I'm, I'm putting my $5. I'm going big. I'm going Jackson. Okay. Give me okay. Jackson. I'm not mad at Five. that at all. $5. Alright. So... Up next, we have size. What, where did you go as far as size goes? So, I need a quarterback that is body, right? He doesn't have to be the best body because at the end of the day, he's got legs. He can escape. I need him to be somewhat slender. Like, for example, Cam Newton can be as fast as Lamar Jackson, but Cam Newton is 250-some-odd pounds. That's a lot of man to carry, so yeah. I don't need that much. So... You know, I think 6'4", 221 pounds is great for a quarterback. And that's Joe Burrow. At $2, 6'4", 221 pounds is, is phenomenal. So, Burrow me, please. So, I'm going to Burrow. Two bucks me, please. Bet. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth because I also went Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't need anybody too big, like for what? Listen, and Tua, Tua isn't necessarily too small, but I'm thinking about the legs factor. I feel. I, you. I need some. I need some girth. I feel you. So last but not least, well, actually, definitely not la- not least, um, maybe the most important thing, easily, is the head, the football IQ, the decision making, all of those kind of factors that go on upstairs for a quarterback before he decides to make a throw. Um, for me, for my final four dollars, I am going to take one Aaron Rodgers. Nice. Um, I think he's he's proven in his career. His decision making is off the charts. Uh, you could just look at his touchdown to interception ratio, and that'll tell the story there. Um, yeah, I think he's he's one of the best brains in in the game right now. Um, in history, right? In history, absolutely. Uh, rivaled only by by a few, um, one of which I have a feeling uh, Nels is about to discuss. So I will turn so, it over to you, sir. I got five dollars. That's what <laughs> I have left. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I feel like you can't argue with a brain that's 
that's gotten you to six Super Bowl wins. I, I, and I mean, obviously, you know, him going to a new team is not j- just the IQ on the field. I think it's also the IQ off the field. Um, you can see it in the Bucks that their culture is changing. Not only is the culture of the team changing, I think the culture of coaching is changing as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that matters. So, you know, I was always going to go Brady. No yeah. bias. I was always going to go Brady. Yeah. My whole thing the whole time was trying to finesse it like, all right, cool. $5 Brady's already gone. Okay. I Actually, let, this is a great segue. We can come back to your overall point here. Yeah. I'm interested to know what what order you went in as far as your importance. Like for me, it was it was head first. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm good with Aaron Rodgers. And then I went arm. And I was like, Patrick Mahone, boom. And then from there, accuracy was my next one. So I went car. And then it was uh, legs, then size. So that so was the order I went. Here was my order. So looking at it defensively, Obviously, the IQ matters. I don't care what anybody says. If you're a defensive coach on any level, a quarterback that can run well is the most annoying thing you will ever encounter. Even if he cannot throw. If he can run now, listen to what I'm saying. Any quarterback can run. A quarterback that can run well matters. Right, and the only two quarterbacks that run well to me in this list is Jackson and Murray. They mm-hmm. run well, right? Jones runs, but I feel like he's not there yet. He runs kind of crazy. He's like a street Minshew, <laughs> right? Minshew, his legs, like you said, it's serviceable. He's right. not really running, but he's got good legs to where he can move exactly. and slide. And yeah. you know, Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Um, <laughs> so legs was second for me. Um, accuracy to me didn't matter. Because I feel like if you've got the IQ of Tom Brady, your accuracy can't be that trash. Right. So if, so what I looked at was like, all right, who's the worst? Wentz? Let me look at his completion percentage. What was his best year? Oh, 69%? Book it. Next was the arm. Because at the end of the day, I do not want Phillip Rivers' arm. Just with all due respect. Phillip Rivers has been a long, long time since he's been able to sling the rock like he used to back in the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. So, again, like I told you, I was looking for gaps. And I was like, all right, so the gap between Allen and Mahomes isn't that big. The gap between Mahomes and Prescott is it's kind of big. It's significant. Um, it's kind of big. It, it is. Like, you can tell the difference between a Mahomes throw and a Prescott throw. Right. So, I was like, all right, cool. So, Prescott's probably where I want to be. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, Cousins really isn't that far off from Prescott. So I can go even lower. So I went with Cousins. So it was IQ, legs, arm. I mean, yeah, arm, then accuracy, then size. So we both had size last. Yeah, size was last for me just because all I need is 200 plus pounds, over six foot two. I can make it work. Right. So, yeah, that that was it. That was it. Yeah, sorry, but back that to the overall fun. point about Tom, if you had anything else. I mean to... I mean he's he's I don't even know if it's arguable. I mean he's he's got he's got to have top three to five IQs 
of a player all time. Oh yeah, I would say he's, you he's know, right there. Him, Rogers, Manning. Manning's I would say one. I think Manning. I think Manning. I think Manning is one. Yeah, yes, Manning I think it'd is be one. Fair, like yeah. But Brady, Brady's IQ to me differs from Manning, and why I would always take Brady's over Manning is because I've always thought that what puts Brady over Manning is that calmness in situational football, right? I I love the fact that Manning changes the plays at the line of scrimmage. I love that. However, I always felt Brady was a little bit more successful than Manning because there are times where you just got to hear the play and just be like, hey, fuck it. It's going to work. Right. Because I'm the quarterback. <laughs> like, I don't need to change too much. This is my two calls. If I don't get the two calls, I'm finna get you to rock regardless. You know what I mean? So I feel like when I think of IQ, I think of everything that encompasses it. Also, I've never seen a culture change like what I'm seeing with Tampa Bay right now. Ever in my life. With any player, any team, outside of Kobe Bryant with the United States national team in 2012. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Those two jobs, Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Bucks and Kobe Bryant with that 2012 team, the yeah. culture change, right, is amazing. I'll send you a, um, a like a short documentary, Buddha, so you can see why I said Kobe. Okay. Like he literally changed the lives of like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, like changed their lives. Because remember... Up until that point, those three players were kind of like at the precipice of being great. It's not on accident that 2012, all them boys went to snapping. It's not on accident. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to share it with you so you can so you can see it and be like, wow, this is, wow. Kobe and Tom Brady, man. Right. Something else. Bet. Um, well, that's it as far as NFL goes. We can go right to picks now if you want. Let's do the picks, man. How we do last week? Um, well, to recap last week, and you would think I'd have dang sheets. Right, okay, they are. They're right here. Sorry. I had them under something. <laughs> um, so, Nels, you and I actually tied for first. Last week, we both went 10 and 4. Nice. Uh, Dylan went 9 and 5. Oh, that was close. Yeah, it was a close Good week. weeks. Yeah. Good weeks. Good weeks. Um, this week... There's going to be some tough matchups on this. Um, I was able to get Dylan's picks, so I can read off his picks as well. Sweet. Doing this. Way to um, go, bro. I see you being ahead of the game, bro. I, Good shit. I try my best. Uh, do what doing, I, Kyle, do what I can for the streets. So, Here? a very important game for the NFC West to start the week off Thursday night football. The 6-3 and three Cardinals at the 6-3 and three Seahawks. I'm going Cardinals. You know, it's just... The Seahawks defense is so bad. It's just so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I don't like sweeps in the NFL. I just think it's hard to get a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's, it's hard to get a sweep. It's hard to beat a team twice. Um, and the Cardinals they 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 got them a squeaker in overtime. Um, I just feel like the Seahawks have too many injuries. Do they have any of their running backs coming back? I don't think so. Because, like, they, they got... They, all their running backs are injured. Are they not? 
I think so. Like yeah. every every single one, except I think Carlos Hyde might be back. Oh, true. And Lockett might be back too. Um, if there's any defense for Wilson to bounce back against, it would be the Arizona Cardinals. But especially after last week, I, it's tough to go against Arizona, man. I think Arizona gets a sweep, man. I really do. Uh, I really do. Dylan also went Arizona. It's just tough. It's tough to go against them. Next, we have the three five and one Eagles at the six and three Browns. I'm going Browns. You want to know something? I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles pulled this off. Is this in? It's in Cleveland. Yeah, it's in Cleveland. So it's, it's going to probably Cleveland. be a sloppy game. Easily going to be a Philly, sloppy but game. But Philly, Philly's used to sloppy games too, though. Philly's very used to sloppy games, and I don't know if the running attack is going to be as potent because although the Eagles are bad on the back end, their front seven is really good. It's really good. I've, I've been wanting to have a week of risky picks. This might be the week. Do it. I might, I might go Eagles here. All right. I'm going to uh, go Eagles here. All right. Dylan went Browns. Um, up next, we have... The three and six Falcons at the seven and two Saints. I'm going Saints. A divisional game, a rivalry game. Uh, Falcons just ain't got that juice, but this is the right game for them to you know really dive and get after them because I mean there's no Drew Brees, um, and I don't know how much Winston has acclimated to the playbook. I don't know how much of a thrower Hill can be effectively. But I feel what will save the Saints is their defense. And I don't know if Falcons got enough on offense to capitalize. Although, actually, Gurley and Jones. I did say this is a risky week. I'm going Falcons. All right. Uh, Dylan is also going Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons here. Uh, up next, we have the two six and one Bengals at the two and seven Washington football team. Going Bengals. <sighs> Washington has a better defense. Mm-hmm. Um, T. Higgins is going to get off. As he, it, it appears that T. Higgins is going to be that next wide receiver. He he gets off on everybody. Um, Because last week he put up good numbers Against that Steelers defense So at this point If you put up that much numbers against the Steelers defense That's looking to be historic They're on their way You can do it against anybody But I don't think Bengals got enough juice I'm going Washington Alright, Dylan's going Bengals Now I'm just going against everybody this week It's either going to be a real good week for somebody mm. or... <laughs> uh, The 4-5 and five Lions At the three and seven Panthers. I'm going Lions. Don't know what Teddy Bridgewater status is. No, yeah, Teddy's status is up in the air. You gotta, you they gotta don't have go. McCaffrey, uh, so yeah, you gotta go Lions. Yeah, Dylan went Lions as well. Uh, the nine and zero Steelers at the one and eight Jaguars. Steelers. Dylan says Steelers. You're going Steelers. Yeah, I'm going Steelers also. Yeah, for uh, sure. The six and three Titans at the six and three Ravens. It's going to be a tough game. I'm going Ravens. 
Um, I'm also going to go Ravens. They're going to have a bounce-back game. Uh, Harbaugh does not do the back-to-back losses very well, so right. I don't see the Ravens doing that. Dylan's going Ravens. Uh, the 4-5 and five Patriots at the 2-7 and seven Texans. Patriots. Uh, Patriots is going to take that. Patriots. It's time for just a just a last-second playoff run. Let's pa- get it done. Yep. Patriots, Patriots, and Patriots. Uh, the six and three Dolphins at the three and six Broncos. Dolphins. I got Dolphins, but Broncos are going to come to play. Mm-hmm. They're at. Dylan's they're going. in Denver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dylan's going Dolphins. Uh, the zero and nine Jets at the two and seven Chargers. Chargers finally get a win. <laughs> Chargers are going to take off, but the Jets are going to play well too. Remember, they, I, like I told you though, last week, they got. They're full receiving core back. Yeah. Um, if Flacco's playing again, Flacco's going to torch the, the Chargers D, I think. But Jets ain't got no defense, so Keenan Allen about to go off. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're all going Chargers. Uh, the 7-2 and two Packers at the 6-3 and three Colts. Go Pack, go. Packers. Dylan's going Packers. Uh, the two and seven Cowboys at the four and five Vikings. I'm going at Vikings. The Vikings. Dylan's going Vikings. Sunday night football. We have the rematch. Eight and one Chiefs at the six and three Raiders. Um, as much as I love the Raiders and I do think they have a shot in this game, um, I'm going Chiefs. I don't see them sweeping. The Chiefs, for one. Um, also, ten of our players are potentially—they're on the COVID watch list, so they're isolated up until game day, and we'll see. Um, but yeah, I—it's I, just—it's a tall task. So I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if the Chiefs went big here. If it's a yeah, I got off. the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs going uh, ham on the ass. Yeah. All right, you have to. You know, be so explicit about it. But, uh, my Dylan, bad. I forgot it's the Raiders. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dylan with the Chiefs as well. Uh, Monday Night Football, the 6 and 3 Rams at the 7 and 3 Bucks. I'm going Rams. Rams over the Bucks. Yeah. That is a I solid, like that. That, that is a that, solid pick. It's that pick. defense, man. It's just that defense for me. That's a solid and, pick. And I think they have a strong enough offense to. To put up points against that Buccaneers defense. Um, you know, you're you're making good solid points. Um so interestingly enough, I don't think Tyler Lockett played last week. Did he? I think he did. I think I saw him in the game. I feel like Yeah, he did. He did play. Um, so here's here's where my mind is and, and as far as swaying my decision. Um, obviously, whoever the number one receiver is is going to be pretty much held up by Jalen Ramsey. Um, the other cornerback, uh, I don't think, is necessarily on the same level as Jalen Ramsey. But I think that the Bucks are very different from the Seahawks in the sense that you can't really determine who the number one is for the Bucks right now between Godwin and Evans. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a there's a plethora of more weapons. I feel like 
you know, Brady's in a better place. I feel like the Bucks have a better offensive line. I wouldn't be shocked to see the Rams win, but I'm going to go Tampa here. I'm going to go Tampa here. Okay, and Dylan also went Tampa. And that's it for the NFL picks. It's such uh, a differentiating week. This week is very different. Mm-hmm. This is going to be interesting. See what happens here. Um, so, as far as the NCAA goes, got more postponements um, as we've been getting every week. Uh, even games we make picks on end up sometimes getting postponed or canceled altogether. Yeah, uh, bro. It's been a frustrating year for college football. It's, it's, I mean, maybe maybe they should have just postponed the whole season. Yeah, because like it's going to be hard to figure out justification for why certain teams are making bowl games if they're not playing as many games as other teams and stuff. It's uh, I feel this is about to get very convoluted here very soon. It's just going to be interesting to see how they move forward. And here's the thing. Um, not only them moving forward, if I'm not mistaken, I think next week, the 24th, um, will be the first college football playoff rankings so that's also going to be interesting to see where everybody lines up and where everybody's going to be you know so yeah I mean that's it's going to be interesting man to see because like bro like what's the justification where like a BYU is 8-0 and and an Ohio State is, has only played three games they're 3-0 and but they're in a better position to be in the playoffs. It's like, wait, what? Bro, you, yeah, bro. You see all these games I got under my belt? Like, the fuck? So Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I see there being a lot of uh, anger in the uh, college sports world come the next couple months. But we shall see. Facts. Do we want to get right into those picks? Let's do it. Um, so, to recap last week, uh, Nels, you won the week. You went 12-1 and one in your picks. Damn, what was the one game that I was off on? The Boss Layers. The SMU Boss Layers lost. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Who did they play again? Tulsa. Shit. Damn, and I was really sitting here thinking about so I didn't look at the SMU Tulsa game, but I was like, they're undefeated week, baby. Damn. Mm-mm. I was so close. Um so yeah, so you went twelve and one, uh, I went eleven and two, and Dylan went ten and three. So we all did pretty good. That's Liddy. So as far as the picks go for this week. We got Tulane at number 25, Tulsa. I'm going with Tulsa. Tulsa playing who? Tulane. Oh, Green Wave. Uh, yeah, Tulsa, Tulsa, Tulsa for me, man. Yep. It's the Tulsa for me. Dylan went Tulsa as well. Uh, Central Arkansas at number 24, Louisiana. I'm going Louisiana. 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 Uh, Tennessee at number 23, Auburn. 
Auburn. Auburn will Auburn. be Tennessee. Yep, Dylan's going Auburn as well. Uh, number 22, Texas at Kansas. I'm going Texas. Tejas. Dylan's going Texas. Number 21, Liberty at NC State. I'm going NC State with the upset. You doing upset alert? Yep, I'm calling it NC State. You might be right on this one, but you know what? I'm going to just ride with Liberty, 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 Liberty. Dylan is also going Liberty. Uh, number 20, USC at Utah, playing their first game of the season. Uh, I'm going to go USC. I'm going USC. Okay, Dylan went USC as well. Uh, number 10, Wisconsin at number 19, Northwestern. I'm going Wisconsin. I can get you a mention somewhere in Wisconsin. Dylan also went Wisconsin. Uh, number 14, Oklahoma State at number 18, Oklahoma. I'm going to Oklahoma State. You got to go with the Stadies, baby. Dylan also going Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas State at number 17, Iowa State. I'm going Iowa State. Oh, Iowa Statey, baby. Dylan also went Iowa State. Uh, App State at number 15, Coastal Carolina. I'm going with Coastal Carolina. App State could very well get this upset, but we're gonna we're we're gonna stick with the Coastal Carolina. Uh, what you will call it? Uh, not bandwagon, roller coaster. Uh, Dylan went App State. Um, Good pick. Mississippi State at number 13, Georgia. 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 Dylan also went Georgia. Georgia. UCLA at number 11, Oregon. Oregon. Org. On. Dylan also went Oregon. Uh, Number 9, Indiana at number 3, Ohio State. Part of me really wanted to take Indiana, but I'm going Ohio State. Right, Indiana really doing it right now, don't know mm-hmm. key. Um, I'm gonna go Ohio State. Dylan also went Ohio State. Uh North Alabama at number eight, BYU. I'm gonna go BYU. Let's go Brigham Young University. Dylan also went BYU. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati at UCF. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Is UCF even ranked anymore? Nope. Yeah, Cincinnati. And Dylan's also going Cincinnati. Number six, Florida at Vanderbilt. <laughs> at Florida. Straight out of Florida. Dylan went Florida, obviously. Um, number four, Clemson. At FSU. It's Clemson. C L E M S O and Clemson. Dylan went Clemson. Uh, Kentucky at number one, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama, sweet home, Alabama. Dylan also went Alabama. That's Liddy. All right, and that's that on that. Bet that up. So, 
Just something quick for the NBA real quick before we uh, do what we've got to do. So there's been a tentative schedule set for the NBA per Gene Wojnarowski. Um, so December 22nd will be opening night. Okay, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. The All-Star break will be March 5th to the 10th. Although, interestingly enough, there will be no All-Star game this year. Just the break. So this might give the NBA the platform that they needed to really, you know, switch things up for the All-Star game or All-Star weekend moving forward. Um, From May 17th to the 21st, they're going to have a play-in tournament for seeds 7 to 10 on both conferences. So that's lit. I like that. Um... May 22nd will be the first round playoffs. June 7th will be the conference semifinals. June 22nd will be the conference finals. And then July 8th to the 22nd will be the NBA finals. What do you think about the schedule, uh, Buddha? Whew. That's a tight schedule, man. 72 games, too. They only took out 10 and, games. And they're going to be playing in the arenas and stuff still? That's what it, the tentatively, oh my yeah. Gosh, that's gonna, yeah, oh, tentative. okay. Tentatively, that's a lot, man. I agree, that's, that's a lot. I agree. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they, they, it appears that both sides agreed to it, so there's only one thing you can do is play it out. That's facts. So, we'll see what happens. Is there anything else to talk about in the world of sports before we do underrated bars of fame? Clay got hurt. Oh, shit, yeah. you See? And that's why I tell you shit. Clay definitely <laughs> did get hurt. Prayers out to Clay. Apparently, it's the same leg that uh, he injured um, in the finals, which was the right leg, I believe. Um, yeah, man, it just sucks. Sucks that it's happening at this time. But, I mean, honestly, if it's not bad, if it's not too, too severe, I mean, maybe he can get better before the season starts in December. So prayers out. Word. Now is um, that also the draft is happening word? right now. The draft is happening right now. So yes. Just, I mean we, just if so you, people know. I mean if anything we can kinda go over the top ten, even though I'm pretty sure by the time you guys listen to it you'll know who the draft results are. But um as of right now the Timberwolves got Anthony Edwards, Warriors got James Wiseman, Hornets got LaMelo Ball um, which is interesting. Um, a lot of people had LaMelo Ball number one. I thought LaMelo Ball was always going to go to the Hornets, but whatever. Number four, Bulls got dra- um, Patrick Williams. Cavaliers got Isaac Okoro. Um, the Hawks got Onyeka Okongwu. Um, the Pistons got Killian Hayes. The Knicks drafted Obi Toppin. The Wizards got Denny Avedija. Deja, sorry, Avedija. And the Suns got Jalen Smith and for those who those of y'all who care, the Celtics drafted Aaron Neesmith. In case y'all care, and then the Celtics have the number twenty six pick also, um, and the Celtics also have the number thirty pick in the first round. Just you know, in in case y'all care, um, just wanted to share that with you guys. All Ooh. right, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, but yeah, so that is that is. I just gotta be it for sports. We can't possibly yeah. be leaving anything else no, out. No, that's that's it. 
Alright, cool. So, I'm going to do Underrated Bards of Fame. Um, I am going with a song from the game's doc the documentary. This song is called Dreams. I think he thoroughly snapped in dreams. I think the this, this story writing is amazing. So we're going to go with uh, Dreams, the game. And I bought you all my dreams because I love you. I love you. I love you. I, I, I. You know, I had to do the little. That's the only time I'm going to do it, did but you, I had to do it. Like did time. you have to do that? I did. I woke up out that coma in 2001. About the same time Drake dropped 2001. Three years later, the album is done. After Math Presents with an Attitude Volume 1, rap critics politicking want to know the outcome. Ready to die, reasonable doubt, and doggy style in one. I feel like Pac after the Snoop Dogg trial was done. Drake behind that G-Series and all eyes on me. I watched the death of a dynasty, so I told Vibe Magazine. Working with Dr. Dre was a dream. I had visions of making a classic. Then my world turned black, like I was staring out of Stevie Wonder's glasses. It's kind of hard to imagine, like Kanye West coming back from his fatal accident to beat making and rapping. But we in the future, Whitney Houston told me that. It's going to take more than a bullet in a heart to hold me back. Bushing in this 40-ounce, letting the ink from my pen bleed. Because Martin Luther King had a dream. Aaliyah had a dream. Left Eye had a dream. So I reached out to Kanye and brought you all my dreams. Because I love you. I love you. I love you. I ha 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 ha. I had dreams of fucking an R&B like Maya when I saw that ass on the front of that king. I know exactly what cover he talking about, too. Yes, Ooh. sir. Read the article in the magazine. She loved gangsters, nasty things. So I'm in the glass house having nasty dreams. Good girls never give it up. But anything is possible if 50 Vivica <laughs> hurdled life's obstacles, found my way through the maze, then joy turned to pain like Frankie Beverly in Maze. Used to dream of being unsigned hype till I was crushed by Dave Maze, almost let my pen fall asleep on the page. Daydreaming yesterday, dozing off backstage. I thought I saw Easy talking to Jam Master J. So I walked over, heard Jam Master say, It's a hard knock life, then you pass away. They say sleep is the cousin of death. So my eyes wide open, because a, a dream is akin to your last breath. Oof. Bushing in this 40 ounce, letting the ink from my pen bleed, because Martin Luther King had a dream. Aaliyah had a dream. Left Eye had a dream. So I reached out to Kanye and I brought you all my dreams. Because I love you. Uh, I love you. I love you. I. <laughs> the dream of Huey Newton. That's what I'm living through. The dream of Eric Wright. That's what I'm giving you. Who walked through the White House without a business suit? Compton had Jerry Curl tripping on Ronald Reagan shoes. Gave Mike Lem my demo. Came here to pay my dues. Started off with Who Kid. Then I started blazing Clue. It was all a dream like Big said it'd be. Don't sleep on me, homie. I bring nightmares to reality. 
rap phenomenon, define the rules of gravity, studied all the classics, start revising my strategy. Cause Marshall Mathers made it, Curtis Jackson made it, head in the clouds wondering where the hell Marvin Gaye went. How do I say this? I'm living for my son, but I can't figure out why I'm at the temple with my gun. Wake up to a Jesus peace like a Catholic nun. The war on rap legend has just, the war to be a rap legend has just begun. Bushing in this 40 ounce, letting the ink fall, um, letting the ink from my pen bleed. Cause Martin Luther King had a dream. Aaliyah had a dream. Left eye had a dream. So I reached out to Kanye. I brought you all my dreams. Cause I love you. I love you. I love you. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Love you. The song is dedicated to YouTuned Prince, the sister of Venus and Serena Williams, who was slain during a gang shootout in Compton Sunday, September 14, 2003. Rest in peace. Underrated bars of fame. The game. Dreams. Indeed. Listen, the documentary. Classic. Indeed. Classic. Great classic album. This is one of my better underrated bars of fame for the year. You look like a better underrated bar of fame for a year. Baba fam? Shut I up. feel you, Shut maybe. <laughs> but I'm tired. Hey, what? Me too, man. Listen, I'm being honest with you. I'm shocked that we got that much in. Hey. Hour and 20 some odd minutes. Content kings, bro. Year, year, year. This is what I we do. This is what we do. So, speaking of what we do, tell them what to do if they ever want to reach us on email. Hey, yo. Um, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. With that being said, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Oh, yeah. For the 166th time. Listen. Again, thanks for listening to us. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to. Guess what? It's time to get off the air? Because <laughs> like Wheezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Yeah. Let's get it, Wax. Meow, meow.